praise the Lord, my lords, the mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord. Amen. Well, uh, blessed people, what an awesome time. I know that the country is now going through such an awesome time of revival. This is probably going to be the biggest revival Sunday service that ever takes place uh, on the face of the earth. I know it's overwhelming for the organizers. People are running up and down to make systems go and set all the systems right. What an awesome, awesome time that you can live to see this big revival hit this country. Many, many, many people Jesus and are running to the Lord, running to hear the instruction of the Lord on righteousness, on holiness, on repentance and turning away from sin, on walking a holy Christian life. Many people come into the churches. This past Sunday, I told there was a big avalanche of people, even greater than the previous Sunday doubled. So the previous Sunday, you guys were celebrating more than 3,158 new people that rushed into the church. And all of them saying, the reason I have come in here I have decided to be born again because I saw the way they blackmailed the messengers of the Lord in this man. And they came in defiance. You could see that they were hungry for the Lord, that the Lord had used the blackmail now to draw the hearts of people back to Jesus. But now people want to be born again. Now people want to receive Jesus. Now people want to know more about the truth of the blood and the cross of Jesus. The salvation that was laid before the nations at the Calvary Cross. So it's an awesome time. Movements have begun and told translation. Our people are already on the road from Turkana. From as far as Lord, I bless you as you come. I bless your safety, all of you. And I see that the city is going to be overflooded in a big, big gospel crusade. It's a Sunday service. It's a one-day uh, word conference. But you can see that this word explosion is uh, very strange, very unique, it's very uncommon, extraordinary. It speaks the revival of the hour. It speaks the fact that really, really the clock of God is ticking down, is winding down for the glorious coming of the Messiah. This uh, unusual hunger for Christ, unusual hunger for salvation, unusual hunger for righteousness, unusual hunger for holiness. This is awesome. It is my wish and cry that all nations could live to see this. This is the most awesome moment at which to be a Christian and born again. Now, this past night, the Lord spoke with me. It was we I was coming in the morning. The Lord spoke with me again about this entire situation, about, uh, about moving his servant out of this land. And I see that I am in a place. I had arrived in a country. And uh, the building, the Lord was showing, maybe in fact, this is our building now. It looks like over there, they will establish for the two prophets the headquarters where they can settle. They will honor them differently from Kenya because the Lord took them into the building. Someone offered the building to the ministry, and uh, I could see the government there was involved also in establishing, I don't know if it was offered by the government or, the, or somebody, but uh, they were working with the two prophets from them, the route which you are going to be where you minister from. Every Sunday, it was such a big building. 
I, I can see that there is a place the Lord is intended to move his servants to. But those people are different. They're different from Kenya. They have already provided a place for the offices, for the conferences, and for the church services. Huge, a very huge, almost look like an amphitheater inside there. A huge uh, a sanctuary. And so this night, and then the Lord removes me also, but I walk outside. There's a road that passes, and uh, the Lord says, look, this is our building. So I was passing on the other side where the road is, the back side, the side of the building. And he says, this is our building. I could see it's a building. It looks like a solid building, but uh, one or two floors up, maybe three. And uh, the, 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 the movement, the Lord is talking about the movement of the servants from the land. And in such a stunning hour, it is a very, very sad moment indeed for the nation of Kenya and the people of Kenya. Because uh, this is not the way it was supposed to end. It should have ended honorably, celebratory, in a very honorable way, as the Lord, if he intended to move them away. But again, I see that the Lord is speaking about moving his servants, so probably these are some of the leaders. I don't know. I don't know when this takes place. I don't know that time. But every single meeting we have is a treasure now in this land, uh, because uh, this is a very sad ending for Kenya. It's a very shocking way to end it. But you can see the people of the other country are very humble, and I think it's the government or somebody, they offered a building, and I can see the government was involved. They were trying to settle the prophets, open the offices for them, and said, please stay here and bring healing. Bring that message to our people. Our people are hungry. They need this message. Do it like you did in Kenya. There was a big meeting taking place. Senior pastors were seated there in the land. They were saying, how can we organize for you the meeting? And you remember, I'd seen the house, the food. They put on the table. They walked within from room to room. This where you'd be sitting and so forth, meeting people. So this is ending in a very sad way. I'm just hoping that it does not mean a massive judgment for Kenya because the Lord cried out. He cried out to Capernaum. He cried out to Capernaum. Shall you be in heaven today and tomorrow be in hell? And then he said that in the miracles and the wonders that had been done in thee, had been done in Sodom, and Gomorrah, they would be revived, they would never have been judged, they would be containing that revival even unto this day. He says, if the miracles and wonders that have been done in thee had been done in Tyre and Sidon, those cities would have repented, they would have walked righteous, they would have been revived until this day. And so it's ending in a very shocking way. I don't know when this takes place. I don't have the timeline, but there is a constant conversation. The Lord is speaking about moving his servants out of ten, and uh, I know that this will have to involve conversation with the top leadership of this country. It will have to be involving talking with the senior leadership, the topmost leadership of the land, and to let them also know about this, because this has national implication and significance. But I'm just hoping that the revival... Uh, my fear is that it will plunge down. I don't want to say what I've seen. It will plunge down to hell. And again, it says, Then thou, Capernaum, which art exalted into heaven, shall be brought down as a question. Shall you come down to hell? 
And so the meeting we have on Sunday is such a wonderful moment again to come out before the Lord. To plead. I mean, I don't know whether you're pleading with the Lord at this hour. I don't know what's going on. But I'm really disconnected totally from the land. I'm not even following the news. It's fixed off everything. And, uh, but I don't know whether you're pleading with the Lord to be able to, to, to bring reality to this situation. But Sunday becomes a very important moment for the church for this land, for everybody to come out, to come out before the Lord, to come out and uh, and uh, speak, speak to the Lord, and come out in your largest number. Probably, who knows, you will see the yearning of your heart. His mercies are new every morning. He may change things. But I think this is a big revival now. In the process, let us focus on the big revival it is. Every nation would want to be in this particular place of rebuke, where the revival has churned up, the word of God has totally seized on the land and totally taken control of the land. Every nation would really want this. So this is an awesome time. The creatures have walked. Uh, I know that uh, I simply told them that we don't have time in this meeting because we want more time that the Lord may minister to the land. It's a greater task. But uh, I told them to get 10 creatures sample, just uh, showcasing. Ten cripples that have walked and they have run into bigger miracles, greater wonders, ten blind, ten deaf, and just showcase in Nairobi and then immediately quickly go into the message that the Lord will speak to the church. Because remember, it's not, not about Kenya, there are many other nations tuned in. But it's a beautiful time where the hearts of men have been charmed, have been stirred, and they're seeking the Lord with all their being, with their all. The hearts of men and women, they're now running to the Lord. They're yearning for salvation, looking for righteousness. Every nation would want to be where Kenya is. Because we are sitting on the verge of a mega, mega revival, which is now exploding out in the land, and also the coming of the Messiah. So all the repentance you see on radio, the repentance you see going on wherever, everywhere, the churches, that is a good thing, because it's a turning away from sin. And that is the way nations prepare the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. Now again, I've seen a country I've gone to, but they are different, because I think when I arrived, I don't know whether it's the government or the people, someone, they offered the building and uh, places where there will be meeting people, they see a sanctuary, also a big one, for meetings, and they say, please do here what you've done in Kenya. Tell the Lord you have to come here. I've seen that country, and I figure out where the country is. I don't know what time this will take place, so that every meeting we have is a golden opportunity in this land. But it's very sad. It's really indeed a very sad day for Kenya. I know that the Messiah is coming. I have seen the coming of the Messiah. May the Lord bless you to the Arabah.